What is up, everyone? Mad Trivia John here at the top of the episode to do some podcast shoutouts. So please check out the Dynamic Duel podcast, the Avengers podcast, the Max Destruction podcast, Smash Trivia presents the Gamma Analysis, Oh How Marvelous, the Going Merry podcast, Why So Sidious, Block Blunders, the Stony Hill podcast, Cheers Big Ears, Stark Wars, MCU's Bleeding Edge, the Bombcast, the Don't Be a Hero podcast, and the Guy at the Movies podcast. These are all things that have come across my history recently or things that I've supported for a long time, and I truly believe they deserve your listenership and support as well. Of course, there's many other podcasts out there, but these ones are all big ones in my world, and I think you would really appreciate them just as much as I do. And here we go. What up, Greg? Speaking of Boondock Saints, it's the versatility I've heard. Welcome to the Mad Trivia Podcast. What is up, everyone? It's another week of the Mad Trivia Podcast with me, your host, Mad Trivia John. And this week, I have another podcast host and an executive producer of the Dynamic Duel Podcast, a co-executive producer with myself. Um, and his name is Ken Johnson, and he is the uh, co-host, uh, also the creator of the Max Destruction podcast. The birth of this podcast came from the Dynamic Duel podcast. He is part of the Dynamic podcast network with the, uh, the twins of Dynamic Duel. Um, but I'm not going to go into too much detail because I'm going to let Ken tell you about him. I was going to say, John, I'm pretty sure you hit everything, so I'll just go ahead and say nothing. <laughs> uh, no, man. Uh John and I have known each other a couple of years now, uh, being uh, co-executive producers at the Dynamic Duel. Uh, we found ourselves through the Discord. We played some games together. Always a always a riot because John, of course, is a Marvel fan. I am a DC fan, which means I'm better in every conceivable way, uh, which is why John finally had me on his podcast. Uh, so yeah, uh, hit on my podcast, which is Max Destruction. Uh, I am active duty military, have been for the last 15 years. And one of the main things you have to have in the military, uh, other than just guttural rage and normal hatred of yourself, uh, is a sense of humor. Uh, we bust each other's balls all the time. Uh, and we are also just terrible when it comes to movies. So I originally actually had a podcast called You Call Those Tactics. And if you caught one of those, I'm sorry-ish. Uh, not really. You're the one that put yourself through it. So it's kind of on you. Uh, where I would do commentaries of movies and break them down uh, with today's tactics and how they would actually play out. So things like The Hurt Locker, which is the worst movie on Earth uh, in any conceivable language, uh, culture, I'm reasonably certain that when the annals of time are finally realized by the alien overlords that finally take over Earth, they're going to realize that The Hurt Locker is where we originally just went awry. Everything went sideways and downhill from there. Uh, that got fun. However, I like to hear myself talk, but not as much as I like to hear other people talk. So that kind of went on the back burner. Uh, and then I was approached by the twins at Dynamic Duel to start my own dueling podcast. Uh, so I took my love of movies, principally action movies, and even more principally 80s action movies, uh, because there is not much better than Arnold Schwarzenegger glistening in the jungle, fighting the Predator. Uh, and I decided what would be cool if I could get one of those characters and put them up another character and see who's going to win. Uh, these comment- these It's happened since 
you know, we were kids in elementary school. Superman can beat up Batman. Well, that's the dynamic duel, guys. So for me, it's more like uh, Terminator can always beat RoboCop. Uh, so mm-hmm. myself and then my co-host Dustin, uh, we put together simulated battles just like the Dynamic Duel guys. However, uh, unlike the Dynamic Duel guys, I uh, say fuck that with the non-environment. I'd much rather have them in an the environment because if there isn't a bus full of nuns or that poor guy that, that owns the deli in downtown New York City, uh, I don't care. So I am very excited about this podcast. Uh, John does a great job and I cannot wait to see how well this turns out i think you're going to do pretty well i mean you have a solid list of movies here um really quickly before we go forward you mentioned that the hurt locker is the worst movie of all time and i've got to say i know you're listening to this smash trivia john i will tell him now and ken now i'm being redirected to talking to you I beg you to watch The Amazing Bulk and tell me it is better than The Hurt Locker. (laughs) Okay, so maybe a little bit of bias on my part saying The Hurt Locker is the worst movie (laughs) ever, and that's really more so because of military folks. Uh, If you ask any military, uh, especially people that are in the Explosive Ordnance Disposal, which is EOD, if you ask any of them to watch The Hurt Locker, they will give you a 35-minute tirade about how bad it is and how much they'd love to kick Jeremy Renner in his his newly constructed legs. <laughs> Some bold words from the military man here. But since we're on the topic of, you know, movies that are terrible and or good, uh, let's bring up your list here. So you gave me five, as usually people do. Um, I have from you Indiana Jones, and that's uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark specifically. Uh, you also gave me Braveheart, Saving Private Ryan, Boondock Saints, and Blazing Saddles. So why don't you tell everybody why you picked those movies? Why are they your favorites? Well, Raiders, right off the top, uh, huge George Lucas fan, but I will say that Raiders and Indiana Jones affected me more so than any other George Lucas film there was. Star Wars, of course, incredible. Everybody loves Star Wars. The pulp chin adventure comedy for small kin as he was growing up meant so much more to me than swashbuckling amongst the stars uh it gave me the idea that i could be an archaeologist which totally meant that i get to run around with a gun and a bullwhip and a hat and go and steal priceless treasures and nothing bad could happen to me uh obviously not the case stealing from other people's cultures is terrible Hmm. looking at everybody else that's watching or listening to podcasts it's fun (laughs) every everybody you can't steal right uh, but Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones, the, it is the archetype that continues to go. I don't care what movie, what genre you're in, that archetype for the hero and the hero's journey is always going to go on. Uh, Braveheart, it, it's one of those movies I have to watch every year. So I've got a list of movies that I watch every single year. 300, Braveheart, and Blazing Saddles, two of which are on here, right? Uh, so 300 isn't because I didn't want the, you know, the, the understanding of me with like glistening dudes to continue to go forward. Uh, so mm-hmm. I kind of kept that, you know, on the downward, right. Uh, but you know, Mel Gibson's Braveheart, you really couldn't get any better than that in the early nineties. Uh, I, I definitely watched it way too young, uh, which is synonymous for most people our age. Like, you know, why were you watching RoboCop when you were eight? Uh, because yeah. it's awesome. <laughs> Obviously, they made a cartoon series after it, for Christ's sake. Uh, Boondock Saints. I discovered Boondock Saints uh, a couple of years after it had come out uh, when I was in high school. Uh, I, I was hooked. I absolutely love Norman Reedus. 
and I knew him well before, obviously, Daryl from The Walking Dead. So I got to be like that that cool guy. Like, hey, man, I'm a hipster. I knew Norman Reedus before he was cool. Um, but, you know, that that entire movie is is everything you could want from a Irish comedy standard uh, with a little bit of Guy Ritchie kind of stuck in there uh, with, with the action and how that's kind of portrayed. Uh, Saving yeah. Private Ryan. I'm a military dude, uh, and one of one of the things that keeps 99% of us going is knowing that every generation of people that served in the military before us had it bad. They had it worse than we did, right? And I would include even those dudes on D-Day that would be like, man, at least I wasn't standing like 25 feet from another army, and we we're both pointing muskets at each other and firing, right? Didn't have to deal with that. However, Storming the Beaches at Normandy, that entire film is is a swan song, a, a chef's kiss towards the plight of the man in an extraordinary circumstance. Uh, I don't really like Matt Damon, but I don't really count him in that movie, uh, even though it's Damon. like totally about him. Exactly. Uh, and then, of course, Blazing Saddles. That is the reason that the entire generations that came after that movie up until, I would say, the last generation cannot be offended by anything. Because you just have to go back and watch a Mel Brooks movie and never be offended by anything because everything was on the line mel brooks humor is amazing and out of all of the mel brooks movies i find blazing saddles to be one of the most quotable uh and that's again bias for me because i grew up in the west uh so i grew up in vegas area so cowboy culture was all that uh and being able to have mel brooks just throw his spin on it is is incredible so yeah that's kind of where my list came from yeah that sounds great to me a handful of fantastic movies i uh I, I loved Boondock Saints when I found it, and it, it was years, I think, after... Well, maybe not years. It was at least several years after it came out uh, that it, it hit my my radar. And that, that I didn't know either of those guys. More specifically, I didn't realize who they were. But then I remembered the name Sean Patrick Flannery had crossed my path in the past, and I was like, why do I know that name? And then I remembered fucking Powder. <laughs> And Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, which oh, yeah. I definitely thought of Powder first. Uh, but yeah, then I went back and was like rewatching it. I was like, holy shit, that's that is him. Yeah, it's wild because I mean, that that goes to show you that a person doesn't have to match the description of any particular movie they're in to be who they are, because he does not look anything like he does in real life when he's coated in white, like powdery, skinny, whatever the hell you want to call it. <laughs> but either way. Great set of movies. Mel Brooks, like you said, fantastic director, fantastic writer. Untouchable in terms of comedic legendary status. He's just, he's a living legend. Um, and let's hope that that stays longer than a couple more, whatever. Because he is old as fuck. He is, and still hilarious. Yeah, I mean, he's funnier than anybody alive today, and he can barely talk. That's facts. Um, all right, so uh, as I told you earlier, before we reveal your movie, we're going to get some words from you. Um, but before I give you the option to replace those words, I'm actually going to go down the word types for both you, myself, and the listeners. All my regular listeners know that I do this for the sake of making sure that you are knowing what you're dealing with. Uh, a couple of these you probably won't deal with. One of them I'm really hoping you don't have to deal with because it sucks, but we'll find out. So the list is... Nouns, which are persons, place, things, or ideas. Proper nouns, which are specifically defined nouns. 
Verbs, which express action or being. Adjectives, which modify or describe a noun or proper noun. Adverbs, which modify or describe a verb, an adjective, or another adverb. Prepositions, which are words placed before a noun or proper noun to form a phrase modifying another word in the sentence. Conjunctions, which join words, phrases, or clauses. Interjections, which are words used to express emotion. That said, let's get into your list of words. First thing I'm going to need from you is a noun. Bear. Bear. Okay. Uh, an adjective. Smoky. Smoky the bear. I wasn't going there, all right? <laughs> it's okay. You don't have to. A proper noun. The capital. Do you mean like actual Washington, D.C.? Yeah. Okay. We'll just do D.C. I need a verb that ends with E.S. A verb that ends in E.C. I'm not an English major, all right? So <laughs> it's going gonna, gonna to take me a minute. A verb that ends in an E.S. How about drives? Drives. Perfect. Another verb, just a regular verb. Well. Two different adjectives. Big. And then let's go with smart. A noun? Desk. A vulgar plural noun. Fucking. Oh, no. Fuckers, fucks. That works. I mean, that's pretty much every other word out of my vocabulary, so it works. Yeah. <laughs> Which one, fuckers or fucks? Let's go with fuckers. Fuckers. A first name. Sam. A verb ending in ing. Here fucking works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's go with that i'm good okay. with that and speaking of boondock saints it's the versatility i've heard god i haven't watched that movie in so long i need to watch it again a noun a uh, tree a plural noun deer mice meese meese moose mooses moosen that's right meese meesen box boxing <laughs> fucking brian regan a noun Helmet. A business. Sizzler. I don't know if I know that one. Is a really shitty steakhouse, but it's like can't cafeteria style. It's <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> uh, a noun and then an adjective. Fan. F-A-N. Mm-hmm. Adjective. Old. A past tense verb. Received. A job. Fisherman. A noun. Desert. An adjective. Light. Okay, I need a verb and then a verb ending in ing. Jump. Swing. Feels very much like it's going to end in a psychological exam and I am not the father. <laughs> you don't know that. Maybe it will be, maybe it won't be. <laughs> um, a verb and a noun. Uh, so fight is my verb. Box yep. is my noun. Uh, first name. Jorge. A verb ending in ing. Boring. Adjective. Tiny. A verb. Sling. Uh, two adjectives. Uh, red. Giant. Okay. All the different versions of size today. Um, a body part. Arm. Arm. Okay. 
plural body parts. Balls. Yeah, balls. A food. Steak. Did you say steak? No, I said mistake. Oh, now you got me all excited. Uh, a past tense verb. Slowed. Uh, another first name. Jimmy. An adjective. Sharp. Uh, an animal. A liger. Cross between a lion and a tiger. A noun. Rodent. A couple more here. Past tense verb. Docked. D-O-K-E-D. All right. A vulgar verb. Shit. Uh, A vulgar adjective. Bitchy. Uh, We'll just do bitch. That'll work. Uh, All right. Last two here. An adjective. Any kind of adjective. Um, Smooth. Any period of time. Like day, week, month, year, decade. Era. Now that we got that out of the way, we'll save that for later. So, once again, your movies were Raiders of the Lost Ark, Braveheart, Saving, Private Ryan, Boondock Saints, and Blazing Saddles. Today, I am quizzing you on Boondock Saints. Nice. Particularly excited about this because you have a seeming knowledge of your movies. Um, And I am very desperate to show you how much you don't know. That's fair. I feel like you're going to be surprised by some of the stuff that I come up with. Hey, I am always good to be humbled, but just know if I'm too humbled, you'll never be invited back on my podcast. Just, just so you wow. know. Wow. How many times has Dustin humbled you before you? <laughs> uh, counting uh, once, we'll go with once. Wow. I feel like if anyone listens to his show, he'd be um, made to be a liar in that statement. <laughs> Probably. I love Dustin. He's a great dude. So you know how it goes. Ten questions. One's a two-part question. Um, You have potential for 11 total correct answers. Uh, Most of my questions were going to be... Well, all of my questions come from either within the movie, behind the scenes, surprising facts, little-known facts, budget, awards, stuff like that. So, all that said, let's get into it. Question number one. Sir Billy Connolly played the great Il Duce to perfection, and we all know and love the firefight scene with all of his guns. But notably, he was also smoking a cigar for the scene. There was a reason for the cigar. Do you know what it was for? Reason for the cigar. And it's a behind-the-scenes thing. It has nothing to do with in-the-movie stuff. Was it to break up his silhouette, like, between the beard and, like, the White House behind him? Yeah, <laughs> that would... <laughs> No, it was not, but that's, that's actually kind of funny. Sounds uh, even better than your answer. <laughs> it it might ahead. be. If I forgot to bust out this. Okay, so the reason for the cigar, Sir Billy Connolly couldn't stop smiling, so they gave him the cigar to at least have a reason to do so, because <laughs> he was so thrilled. Right. He was thrilled to do something other than comedy, but he he enjoyed doing that scene so incredibly much. Question number two. The movie features a tremendous amount of, the u- of uses of the word fuck and its variations. Within five, meaning plus or minus five of the actual number, how many times was any variation of the word fuck used? 
I know it's going to be a shot. I think Rocco has got like 60 by himself. So, um, who the fuck? What the fuck? How the fuck? Fucking fuck. Certainly illustrates the diversity of the word. Um, so I'm going to go with 40. 40? Sack. Oh, yeah. You're going to be very shocked by this. The According to what my research brought me, 246 times. So it's only off by a factor of 200. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only... <laughs> 20 times more than the amount of difference I was allowing to give you. <laughs> uh, but still, that was, yeah. Oh, no, sorry. It's 40 times the amount. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, 40. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> yes, a lot, of, a lot of fucks in this movie. Question number three. Norman Reedus and Sean Patrick Flannery played the brothers very exceptionally. There was, however, at least two other notable actors considered for the lead roles. Name one of the two big actors who were in consideration. I swear, I was just reading this the other day. Charlie Day, because it's funny. <laughs> this is long before Charlie Day's uh, time. So, right. uh, unfortunately, one of these is going to make sense. The other one, I feel like, is a kind of a shot in the dark. So, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. You know, Boston. Kinda, kinda I'm so crack. glad he wasn't, though, because then I wouldn't be able to watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably not. Um, and the other one was Ewan McGregor. I could see Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, train spotting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm stumping them so far, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, this is your two-parter, and this one you might actually know. This one, the brothers have the Latin words "veritas" and "equitas" tattooed on their arms. Do you know what the words translate to? God, I am I'll, sucking. I'll this give game. you a hint on this one. All right. Superman. Think think of Superman and think of phrases that are attributed to Superman. Oh, truth and justice? Hey, there we go. I had to give you that hint because it, it as as a fan of Superman as you are. Uh for 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 those who can't see the uh and he wouldn't actually have it anymore because he's now MDP Ken. But I know Ken from his old screen name, Cal L Forever. That's right. And uh, I knew that the Superman thing would work. So yes, Veritas is truth, and Equitas or Equitas is justice and equality. So funny story. Uh, everybody that has that tattooed to their arms has no idea what those mean. It's just not. like Except Japanese for... characters, <laughs> unless they know what Latin like, unless they speak that dead language. <clears throat> okay. Question number five. Similarly to the two leads, there were several large name actors in line for Paul Schmecker before the legendary Willem Dafoe got the role. Name one of the four big names. I'm trying to think of guys at the time. Do you know directors by any chance? Are you good with directors? Decent. Well, I was going to say, do you know who directed Thor, the first one? Oh, the first one? Oh, uh, Kenneth Branagh? Yes, I'll give it to you because I gave you that little bit of a hint. One of the people that was in line was Sir Kenneth Branagh. Uh, the other three that I found were Patrick Swayze, which... Eh, eh, Would have made that movie so much better. <laughs> <laughs> Roadhouse! 
Um, Robert De Niro. Wow. Yeah. Could you imagine him in drag? Yes. He did it in Stardust. Oh. Oh. Wow. Um, and then Kevin Spacey. Uh, I mean, there's enough pedo in that movie. I don't think you need it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Question number six. What real-life tragedy caused the movie to suffer an extremely limited theatrical release? 9-11. This is before 9-11. Before 9-11? Yeah, I believe this was 97 this movie came out. Uh, Let me verify that. Yeah, I was saying like nine, it might have been like, I thought it was around 2000. 99, 99. 99, yeah. Uh, for 99? I think there, there was a bombing in the London subway, wasn't there? Closer to home. I got I got nothing. Oh wow. Columbine. There was a lot of shooting and Oh yeah. Now to follow up that question, question number seven. And when I say limited, I mean limited. Can you tell me how many movie theaters played the movie? Thirty. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a second guess and tell you it's much smaller than that. Ten. Even less. It was fucking wow. five theaters played that movie. Five. And I'm pretty sure and they were all were dollar cinemas. I think they were all in Boston. That yeah, makes sense. All uh, right. Question number eight. The number of theaters is shocking, but maybe even more shocking is the amount of time it's spent on those five screens. Do you know how long the movie was in theaters? Two weeks. Less than that. Wow. Seven days. One, so week. one week. That sounds about right. Yeah. It, uh, it ended up being a cult classic on DVD, which it happens. That's how I found it. I think that's how everybody found it, to be perfectly honest. Okay, question number nine. Let's see if you can get this one. Though the movie is set in Boston, it was primarily shot elsewhere. Do you know where? Montreal. Close. Toronto. Yeah, Toronto. I say definitely Canada. Uh, all right. This one's going to be fun. Question number 10. Do you know what company caused the actual success of the movie? And not a production company. It wasn't a production company. wasn't a film production, anything like that. Was it Guinness? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, this is going to make you giggle. Blockbuster video. See, not only do they... Stay number one in our minds, but as in our hearts. Yes. The uh, the reason that they made the movie successful is because they had the exclusive rental rights to the movie. Which, you know, for all that, we definitely have to say thank, thank you, Blockbuster. Blockbuster. <laughs> all right. We made it through. You got a total of uh, one, two, four out of 11. Anybody that thinks your uh, podcast is easy for these trivia questions uh, can suck a cock. That's all I'm going to say. I don't think I used anyone's to think ever I was said good. it was easy. <laughs> I really dig deep. I like to. I really, really oh, yeah. like to challenge the mind. So now, the fun part. You are Rocco, and I will be Connor and Murphy. And right. this is this is the scene where Rocco kills his girlfriend's cat. Oh yeah, or it was definitely memorable. It, was that scene. Now it is something entirely different. You guys should be in every major bear. 
this is some smoky shit, man. This is like DC smoky, man. Fuck it. There's so much like shit that drives me off. You guys should fall because I'm like, I'm big and fucking smart of walking down this desk waiting for one of these fuckers to get me, you know? Hallelujah, Sam. So you're not just fucking tree guys. You're fucking anyone, right? Even like deer and helmet dealers and all that shit. Well, fuck. You guys could do this every fucking day. We're like Sizzler. We ain't always doing fan, but we're always old. <laughs> Nicely put. You fucking guys. You receive me. I'm fucking done. Permanent fisherman. Who says that? You could take dessert on it. Or desert on what it. Are you? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, light? Yeah, fuck it. If you think about it, it's all you can do, really. You can't jump him. It was us. Going swinging and shit. <laughs> Fight the box ladder, boy. Don Jorge. <laughs> fuck it. I'm doing it. I deserve it. I have been boring for those tiny bastards since I was in high school. And look at this place. They're fucking me, man. Hey, they can sling my red giant arm. And I'll <laughs> dip my balls in steak just so the tiny fucks can get a taste of home while they're at it. That's it. It's done. I'm doing it. I can't fucking believe that you're slowed. Jimmy's gonna be sharp about her liger. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! She's on every rodent known to, known to man. She'd have docked that thing for a dime bag. Her. But I do kind of feel like a bitch. You sound real smooth. She ain't been around in an era anyhow. <laughs> I can pretty much do that scene from memory as it is. So that's fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> Oh, man, I, I wish I could find a way to, like, uh, dub these into the actual scenes. <laughs> oh, shit. It <laughs> is done. Burning! <laughs> is it dead? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, it's practically a, an exploded jelly donut that's been thrown at the wall. <laughs> that's <a> good <laughs> Hallelujah, Jafar. <laughs> Oh, Christ. All right. <laughs> oh, I'm sweating. Oh. All right, Ken. That was, that was so much fun. Uh, all right, man. Uh, it is time for you to plug your socials and tell everyone where they can find you in the show. Right. So, uh, Man's Destruction Podcast. Uh, we're on every podcasting setup known to Man's so Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can... Leave us comments and uh, also email us. This is maxdestructionpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're also on Instagram. Primarily, that's where we, you can find us on socials. Uh, also, where we post our audience matchups every week. So we'll post a character, and you guys as the audience can tell us who you'd like to see fight them. Yes. And uh, actually, I'm going to be releasing this ep episode in conjunction with Dustin's episode, uh, the Monday after you release the episode from which I interviewed on. Um, so that will be the uh, the third on my show. And that will be, nice. what, the, the 28th? Is that when you're putting out that episode? Yeah, so we're dropping your episode, uh, which is actually the Transporter versus Ethan Hunt for Mission Impossible. 
that one's a fun matchup. And yeah, John was actually our very first interview. Uh, so you guys can find that. Uh, and realistically, because it's a lot easier to get pinned down, John, uh, than the, the twins who now think they're all high and mighty on top of their ivory tower. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we're dropping that on the 28th. Uh, look for that. And then you'll see our next audience matchup. So appreciate yep. and, you, dude. Uh, it was great. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Now that, that said, because it's going to be in the past when this episode releases, I'm going to ask the question, was I right with my prediction? Uh, didn't you say transporter? Yes, I did. Oh, yeah, no, you were fucking wrong. Really? Wow, that's a bummer. Stay off, but it's all right. Um, Dustin, did you did you write in the simulation? He he did he did a good job. Yeah, I I I can't say that I uh, am entirely surprised because it is Ethan Hunt. But let me plug my social medias, and then we can call it an episode. So everyone can find me on Instagram at the underscore mad underscore trivia underscore podcast on Twitter at the mad trivia pod and on TikTok at the mad trivia podcast. I have recently started releasing clips of the Mad Libs and other points of interest in the episodes that I have released. So give those a follow, like, subscribe, share, rate, review, help me grow this show, continue to grow and get more guests on. And as everyone knows, this show is reliant on those guests. So if you know anybody who thinks they know their movies let me prove them wrong for you. Until next time, Ken, you've got four other movies, so don't be surprised if uh, uh, I ever call you back soon or, you know, and inevitably, eventually, for another one of them. I will say that one of your movies has actually already been dealt with, so look forward to that in the future. And see if you can play along. I'll send you the link to it when it comes out. See if you can play along and see if you knew the answers to the questions that I asked uh, the person that did that show. Sounds good, man. Alrighty. Uh, thank you again for coming on, Ken. Um, and thank you for having me on your show. Let me uh, talk my stuff up a little bit. I, uh, I do truly appreciate it. Exposure is the way to grow. And now we are both exposing ourselves to each other. I mean, it's not the first time. No, no. It's a dynamic <laughs> dual trope to expose ourselves to each other. <laughs> uh, Ken, always a fun time. All right, man. I will, uh, I will catch you later. And everyone else, nerds. Have a lovely week. Enjoy your time in between episodes and be ready for the next one. I'll see you later. Let me get rid of Craig.